What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 27 of Rip City Rundown. It is our reaction to week two podcast. Um, this is still coming out on a Sunday. We are recording this Saturday night, 1223 Eastern Time, 923 Pacific Time. Um, a good week from the Blazers. How are you feeling about them, West? You know, I'm not going to lie. Well, personally, I'm doing good. Um, we're currently winning the week. We're two and one. Uh, pretty rough game. I got pretty mad. Uh, took some dubs the last two games. Still got uh, Charlotte tomorrow night in Charlotte. I really want to go to the game. I don't think I'm going to go. But, yeah. Cody, you want to read us the stats from the first game? All right. So, um, this game was on Monday against Clippers at Staples Center. Good thing I did not go because the Blazers got absolutely manhandled 86 to 116. Ouch. Rough. So, um, I mean, as the game went on, it just got worse and worse. So starting with CJ, 20 points while shooting 43%. He was our best player, which basically sums up the contest in a nutshell. Dame once again with just a nauseating performance. 0 for 8 from, again from beyond the arc as he scored an abysmal 12 points. Nurk, double-double, 10 boards. Oh, wait, he scored four points. Never mind. It's <laughs> just not good. I mean, honestly, I mean, we scored 86 points. 37% from the field, 21% from three, 30 turnovers. 30. 30. 30. And we'll get into that. Uh, but the clips, 47%, uh, 32 from three. Everyone scored a handful of the points for the Clippers. George with 18, Jackson 14, Luke Kennard with 23, which was way different than obviously the last game against the Clippers, which we'll also talk about. But uh, yeah, not a good start. Yeah, yeah. looking at that game. The first game, I mean, there was literally nothing that went right. Mm -hmm. Coming off a great performance against the Suns, you would have hoped that we would have carried that momentum into the next game. But no Norman Powell. No Norman Powell in that game. Yeah, we had no Norman Powell. I mean, that obviously hurt. He brings a lot more to the offensive end. But if you just look at those plus minuses, mm -hmm. everyone is in at least like minus 15, minus 20. It was just a downright atrocious performance, as you put it, Cody. Yeah, I think what this game showed is, like, no matter how good everyone else is playing, like, we still need Dame to do something. Yeah. Like, 0 for 8 from 3, 4 for 15 from the field. And, you know, he's such a good player that he's not going to shoot like that for long, obviously, as we saw against Memphis and the Clippers again. But this team goes as Dame goes. Um, I do like how more balanced the team is. I think Dame's not working as hard at least right now, like, I think those, like, little minutes here and there we can sit, it's going to add up over the season for sure. Um, another thing I noticed, another topic, Robert Cummington, zero points. Like, you're not an ass to score, but you, you come on, dude. You just went for a jog. <laughs> yeah. You're asked to knock down a couple threes here and there. <laughs> he only took three He only took three shots. Yeah. He's a good defender. You know, obviously his role is not score the ball in bunches, but, you know, Big problem for the Blazers, you know, we've had Aminu and Harkless in, in the playoffs. We have no outlets for, for threes, and Covington's got to be that guy. He's got to be able to shoot the ball. Come on. Honestly, it just didn't even look like we were trying that game. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks like they just wanted to fall asleep out there. Um, the eye know, test was ugly. The L.A. party the night before probably wasn't the way to go. Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> what, were, what were you going to say? I was going to say, Robert Covington's there to, uh, to hit threes. He's obviously not there to make dunks because he obviously didn't do that in game five of the playoffs last year. No, yeah, that was 
That was a tough scene, but yeah, that was tough. In the past. Uh, Just to, you know, I feel the need to say this now. I think one of my best quotes all time, if you're an OG listener to the the, uh, podcast, it's, you know, we traded Rocco, or we traded for Rocco. We gave up two first round picks out, one pick for each missed dunk. I love Robert Covington, but that was, that that was, was pretty, that was pretty after fun. Game one saying that, that, was, that was pretty fun. I would be surprised if this series goes past five. That's, no, what, boy, that's what we boy said. Did we, boy, did we eat our words last year. But yeah, for sure, it's early in the year. But if you watch Roko last game, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, though. I, I'm liking what we're – the one thing I'd like to see from this team is a little more consistency, like night in, like night out. Like right now, we've either gotten blown out or we've blown. We've been doing the blow, the blowing out. Um, especially against Memphis, which y'all right, you, you guys want to jump into that game? Yeah, let's get rid of that game. Let's get rid yeah, of that I mean, game. Th- honestly, there's not much talk about the Clippers game. They looked like they were ready to play. They were – they hadn't won yet on the year. They're at home. You know, we should have come out with more energy. We just didn't. And that's just yeah. going to happen during the, the, during last the season. Thing, the last thing I'm going to say about that game, I mean, I think we will see inconsistencies to start the year just because it is just a new system getting put in. So I think that was just a – that's a byproduct of – just, just a blip, a blip, a blip in in the process. Yeah. But give right, us the moving results. on. Went on the game two. To be honest, I didn't watch that much of it. I know you guys did. Why we won one sixteen to ninety six. From mm-hmm. my understanding, we kind of just had the gas gas pedal down and just kept it down the whole game. Extended mm-hmm. our lead. They didn't yeah. get too close, to my understanding. Uh, CJ top score once again twenty five points, eight for twenty one. Dame. Four threes. Did shoot 11, but four threes. What is that? Nearly 50%. So we'll take that. Mm-hmm. Getting out of slowly getting slowly getting out of the slump. Mm-hmm. Six for 22, though. Missed a lot of two-pointers. Um, 20 points for him. Basically, everyone in the plus and the plus minus. Dame here once again, though. 10 assists. So yep. g- good to see that once again. And Anthony Simons that game. Five for seven from beyond the arc. 17 mm-hmm. points coming in off the bench. That is beautiful. As a team, 41% from three. 46 that, from the field. That's going to so, do it. If Blazers yeah. shoot 40% from three, I mean, you're, you're going to win most games. And Grizzlies, 36 from the field. Yeah. So defense was obviously working, and mm-hmm. they were just not hitting their shots. If we go to uh, Morant, you know, he's averaging 35 points, got 17 tonight. Mm-hmm. Not much scoring from them, really, at all. Morant did have 10 assists, but... Every the scoring basically just spread out throughout. I did watch him. Good. That's all. I mean, yeah. All the, all I was gonna say was like watching. I watched most of that game, and I think one key thing was Jaron Jackson Jr. for the Grizzlies. He was in foul trouble like all night. He didn't really get to play much. Um, but the game was close at the half. I think we were we were down we were, six at half. Down six at the half. But I mean that third quarter, that second half effort was. Something to see, and I think third quarter, one, yeah, third quarter. The one thing on defense that I'm very impressed by is just like the energy. There just seems to be way more energy. I mean, CJ's flying out on closeouts. There were a couple possessions, defensive possessions, where we were like actually rotating and running guys off the line and forcing tough floaters, and we were getting out and running. It, it actually looked like a basketball game instead of a Dame ISO show. <laughs> yeah, this was the game I probably watched the most in depth of the week especially that mm-hmm. second half. Um, the thing that was just amazing to me was just the quality play of the bench unit. And like you said, the energy yeah. they brought. Like Dennis the Jr., Cody Zeller, 
Larry Nance, Simons, like they were the ones that put us on that run to end yeah. up in the fourth quarter with a 10-point That's point true. Lead. That's very like, true. There was a couple possessions in a row where like Nance and Dennis Smith Jr. each got a couple steals and they were just running in transition, kicking out for threes. Um, mm-hmm. So I really liked Anthony Simons this week. I'll get into him more at the end of the podcast, but I thought he in this game he was – he was huge for us. Definitely an impressive win. I mean, Memphis, I feel like they're underrated when people view them. They view them yeah. as the team that doesn't make the playoffs, but well, of course, they did last year. But I mean, they're a hard team. That's a good win. Yeah, I feel That's like we kind of have a little, win. I feel like we kind of have a little rivalry with them ever since like the bubble. Just, you know, like our game being both like them. average teams in the West. <laughs> um, I will say one player that stood out to me that game, you know, obviously he didn't do much in the stat line, but Dennis Smith Jr., I thought he played really well that game. Um, didn't, you know, try, try too hard. He played within himself on offense. He's a pretty good defender, actually. I mean, he's he an athlete. His, yeah, he moves his feet well. He's an athlete. He can stay with guys. But, I mean, there was, like, one back-to-back possessions that really stood it out stood out for me, and it was when, like, Dennis Smith Jr. got a wide-open, like, three and said he took one dribble, drew the defender, and kicked, kicked it to CJ for an open three, and CJ drained it. And I thought that was, like, pretty telling that like Dennis Smith Jr. like knows his role and he's willing to play that role and then you know he drained a three on the other end which is just brownie points for him because you know it's obviously not known as a shooter <laughs> but, yeah I think the biggest yeah. part of this game I mean obviously it was good to see Dame hit four threes this game it was that, was nice. that was nice he came he, he came off the screen drained it I was like that's the old name right there come on now yeah but just the defense like we talked about it last year was non-existent if we like to hold someone under 100 points. And the fact that we've done this now in two straight games is Impressive. something that's, that's an improvement, obviously. I think we're like 12th in defense so far this year. And that's with like two bench games. Bench um, is improved. Outlier so. games, yeah. Bench is majorly improved, especially on the defensive end. Like Larry Nance is an athlete. Dennis Smith is an athlete. Like Cody Zeller, just, he just seems to have this like knack to know where to be. Like, it, when you look at Cody Zeller, you're not like, oh, this guy's, like, insane or anything. He just is a good, solid backup center, good professional center. He knows what he's doing. But, we'll hop into the third and final game of the week. Yeah, when we clap to the Clippers, yeah, let's do it. All right, so I'll give the stats and a breakdown of that game. So this time, completely bipolar game. Oh, my gosh. So we're mm-hmm. at Moda this time, and we win 111 to 92 and this game was nothing like the game five days earlier so first of all lots of scoring our team spread out scoring dame 25 cj 14 nurk 14 powell 12 coming to nine our whole starting lineup almost got over 10 points coming to nine points zeller nine points eight little eight points off the bench our scoring was just spread out 41 41 percent but 46 from three yes we had a better three point yeah anyway I want to talk about the Clippers, though, because yeah, poor Paul George. Can we say that? I mean, it's his fault. He he requested trade wanting to build a super team, so kind of love to see him not get help partly. But 42 points. He turned into Dame. Um, his second leading score was Luke Kennard off the bench, 16 points. I feel bad. He was the only Clipper to score in the second quarter. That is just unbelievable. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. Oh, my God. And, I didn't realize that. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right. I, like they said, that was I mean, like one, one minute to go. That quarter. I'm going to go. I'm going to go look at that. You're probably right. Um, um, and yeah, that, I mean, that's basically all. They shot 39%. So defense, obviously, they're just completely different than last game. So, yeah. 
I'm like looking at the stats right now, and I'm just looking at the Clipper starters. Two points, three points, eight points, three points, 42. You <laughs> fact check your thing. He scored 13 of the 16. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't score a point for the first like five minutes of that quarter. Close enough, yeah. though. Like, the point is that Paul George put the Clippers in his backpack. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part of this game was, like I said earlier, Dame getting out of a slump, 25, some daggers at the end of the game. Two um, back-to-back threes, step-backs. Yeah. Like, step-back threes, that's Dame's game. And to see him do that again, that was, that was a relief. I think the standout performance – was Nurk fourteen and seventeen? Oh yeah, it's he a, needed that after. It's a performance. I mean, when you're when you're gobbling boards, that's seventeen boards. Yeah, I forgot to say that for the set. Seventeen boards, crazy. Six for fourteen. You would like that to be a little higher, considering all his looks are around the rim. He's, he still really can't finish. Still missing his bunnies. It's like Easter every mm-hmm. weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think just with time, hopefully that. And look at this, Robert Cummington. Three for six from the field, three for six from three. It's already perfect, perfect stat line for him. Nine points, eight boards. That's perfect. It was good to see Norm back too. I thought yeah, when Norm, we on Norm podcast, just like thought it could be out like a week or two. But it just gives a different dimension to the offense. Like like Little's still young, but like Little's better off the bench with like oh, yeah. his energy. Sure. Um, but all in all, we still have one more game to officially close out the week. I know at the last podcast we said um, three and one would be great. Two and two would be acceptable. Um, and the Hornets are a good team. I mean, yeah, what are they? They're four and two right now. And they're four and two. You know, Lamelo's all over social media. It usually is. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, if we go into Charlotte and win that game, I'll be impressed. I mean, we played one. We played one road game. Wait, right? One, two, one. Uh, uh, we played at Staples. Suns and at Staples. So two. No, the Suns were at home. I thought. Really. I think we played one road game and it was in Staples. Correct. You're correct. We have yeah, played. we played one road game. We have a big road trip coming up. I'd like to see how we played on the road because we played one game on the road and we got. We have our, a back to back too. We got we Monday versus Our bums beat. Yep. But so I'd like to see some energy on the road tomorrow. Yep, should be a great game. Um, do you want to talk about some awards? Yeah, let's do it. Awards of the week. Start off with a simple player of the week. Want to go ahead and do that? Yeah, let's start with the for the for, for the Blazers. Yeah, Blazers. We'll we'll right, do I'll, our outside the NBA. I'll go. I'll go first since I have the most boring award possible. Right. Get My it. player award is Damian Lillard, and here is why. My man, over the course. Yeah, applause. Like applause for Dame. Over the course of the week, he got better and better. He's on an upward trajectory. He started off the season very cold, but that has nothing to do with his talent. That's just how the game goes. And, you know, when you go five or seven from three for 25 points. Nope. Daggers. Daggers, too. A little swagger, a little tap the wrist. He deserves player of the week, in my opinion. You know, Dame is a player at this point where he can have 10 bad games in the row. And I still think the next game he's going to go off. Like, he's earned that trust from me. Like, he can go off any game. He could be bad for 81 games in the 82nd game. He could go I'm never 16. mad when I see him take a shot. Me neither. He could pull from three-quarter court. I'm like, good shot. <laughs> exactly. But he's my player of the week just because of kind of getting out of that slump. And, you know, like I said earlier, the Blazers go as Dame goes. And it really is just a slump. All these people are saying the rules are affecting it, like, no, he's just missing that, shots. He's not, he's he's Trey, Trey, Trey Young said said that. I'm like, bruh, chill. Yep. Okay. My player of the week, I'm gonna go with CJ McCollum. 
like he did like he it. did shoot six for 18 um last game against the clippers 14 points though i mean not like bad but even the first game when we were getting blown out he was taking control he was being our leader and then second game he did good let me just quickly see he got it he scored 25 points eight for 21 four for nine i mean he's just been consistent that's all cj being cj and i think um him being himself is just really important so it was good to see that and i think he's a player of the week in my opinion i like that choice i mean obviously those are the two that are going to lead our team the rest of the year but mine mm-hmm. is also another guard not as notable as the other ones but i'm gonna give mine to anthony simons yes sir um I've really liked what I've seen from Simon so far. I mean, I think he's averaging like around like 14 points a game. So career high in that, career high in shooting, and even assists too. Um, he did have a little bit of a stinker shooting the ball. He went 2-4-11 against, in the most recent game against the Clippers, but he was still super active on defense. Um, let me check his plus minus because I assumed it was positive. Yep, it was a plus seven. Um, but his best game of the week was definitely his one against Memphis. Uh, we mm. already mentioned it a little bit. But six of ten, five of seven from three, 17 points. He was the leader of that second unit that ended up pushing us to the lead and ending up uh, helping us hold out for the win. He had a plus 14 that game. And then even versus the Clippers that first week, he still was the leading scorer off the bench, 12 points um, in that game. So just goes to show that he is going to be, in my opinion, our best bench player and the guy that can break out the most off the bench. Um, mm-hmm. Showing a lot of improvement this year. And um, that's why I give him my player of the week. By you? Oh, wait, Cody did see that. So I'm like looking at What's your favorite moment of the week, like play? Because I first thing that comes to my mind is Dame's back-to-back step-back threes. Exact same spot, exact same move. Put the dagger in on the Clippers. That's the win there. Ooh, I actually have a play of the week now that I think about it because I know we were talking about it before. But my play of the week was definitely against the Grizzlies. I think it was uh, early fourth quarter. Um, I think we were up like 12 trying to put the game away a little bit. And we were on a little like 4-0 run or something to start the quarter. Um, I don't remember if it was a steal or a missed bucket, but we push in transition. It was either like Simons or Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, makes man miss in transition, kicks it to the corner for CJ, knocks down the three, timeout Grizzlies, and we go up like 15 or 16. And that officially like kind of put the game away. Um, it was just one of those things that we didn't see a lot from the Blazers last year, turning defense to offense, quick in transition. Mm-hmm. That was a notable one that I remembered from this week. For me, play of the week. So, for me, I just remember watching this. It was in garbage time of the Grizzlies game, but I got super hyped when I saw it. It was kind of like a combo of plays. So, Nasir Little steals, goes down, doesn't dunk on the guy, but, like, dunks. Like, and the guy kind of jumped, yams it. Then they're coming back the like coming back the other way. They miss a play and we're out on transition again. And they th- and a lob to Greg Brown Jr., who by the way can absolutely jump. Three bunnies. That dude can jump. And he threw it down and Moda got super hype. And I was like, dang, Moda with hype fans. Haven't seen that in a while. And you know it was garbage time, but it was cool seeing the young guys get in there and kind of give some energy to the crowd, especially after we kind of salted the game away. So that, was your play that would definitely be my play of the week. I mean, there's a lot of plays to choose from, but I like that one for sure. Um, yeah. So I, what, I, do you, what do you guys think we have to do looking future-wise? So we take this week, we're going to Charlotte tomorrow on this road trip. 
what needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, I even if we don't win the game, just continue to see consistent defense. Hope Dame has uh, another, like, solid shooting night, get, continues to get out of his slump. That's just specifically for the Charlotte game. I don't know if you want me to talk about, like, what I want us to do next week, like, record-wise. I'd like to see the offense travel on the road. It was so bad against the, yeah. against the Clippers. And part of that was energy. But, you know, when you – you know, Chauncey Billups, still very relative, relatively very new coach. You know, all the guys seem to have bought into his defensive scheme. And, you know, obviously we have otherworldly offensive players and Damon CJ and, you know, Norm and Nurk and Simons. But I would like to see a complete game on the road. And I think this road trip is going to be a big indicator of how far we've progressed as a team. Because, you know, winning at Moda is difficult for other teams. Like, we have one of the better home court advantages in the league, in my opinion. We usually protect home court well. So I'd like to see us go on the road and, and you know, at least split the road trip. Yeah. One thing I want to see specifically for tomorrow night's game or tonight as you're watching this is I want to see Nurk, like, have a dominating performance because I'm looking through this roster for the, the Clippers. Uh, I mean, they have one big man, like, true big man in their rotation. It's Mason Plumley. Nurk should dominate Mason Plumley physically. Other than that, it's, like, P.J. Washington, who's a power forward. And then like straight for him. Bridges. Like they go small a lot. I want to see Nurk dominate, have like a, a twenty ten game. Like I agree. On good efficiency too. Yeah, not six for fourteen. That's just specifically that game. But coming next week we have seventy six on the road, Cavs on the road. We got Pacers back home and then the Lakers at home. So we have back to back one, have, two, three, four, five, five games five before our next podcast. Wow. Yeah. We'll go back-to-back for the Pacers and Lakers. Those will both be home games. And then obviously a back-to-back tomorrow night and then 76ers. So a hefty like schedule see, here. I'd like to see three and two. Now the next five, yeah. I think three and two would be good. Um, Even if we split 50-50, I mean, I wouldn't be fat. I'd be fine with that. It's a road trip. It's five, it's five games in a week. I mean, if you go 50-50, can't get too mad about that. 50-50, uh, five games. Uh, how would that work? Yeah, that wouldn't work, actually. Good point. <laughs> Well, considering that the Hornets game is still technically a part of this week. Sunday's technically the first day of the week, right? Yes. Really? So we do play five games. So let's get outside of Blazers. Any uh, notable games? Because I know. I'll tell you a team team that's been looking good in the Knicks. I have been. The next yes. and the Wizards. Wizards just went to five and one, winning double overtime today. So I did see that. Warriors um, are five and one. I gotta say, I, a moment of the week that was pretty pretty cool or pretty a good moment was Kings. Uh, Harrison Barnes had a buzzer beater versus the Suns. Nice. Harrison Barnes is continuing to be some beast. I mean, he had he had twenty two points that night to go along with the game winner. I. Gonna try to see. The Kings are weird, man. I want to talk about what Harrison Barnes averaging. Because I, I gotta say, Harrison is their leading scorer. Yeah, he's averaging twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five and ten. Jeez, it's all star numbers. Um, and then all of the obviously the Warriors are looking like a really good team right now, five and one. I mean, looking at the standings, I know it's only been like five, six games, but like starting. It's like I would believe this if someone came up to me and showed me believing that this is the playoffs. We got Golden State, Utah, Denver, 
Dallas, Kings, Minnesota, us, LA. It's just kind of a interesting to see that. Yeah, the one team that I would say is starting out slow for sure is definitely the Suns. The Suns, yeah. What do you say? I don't, think the, I don't think the Clippers are going to be that good. Uh, it just depends on how quickly Kawhi comes back. Exactly. But, I don't but they, have no Pat, they have no Pat, Pat Bev. Pat Bev makes your team worse. Yeah. It's a, when, in the old rules, he was annoying. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you guys think of Harden? And, like, I know you mentioned it earlier, but all the people complaining about, like, the calls. You got Trey Young complaining. You got Harden still fishing for calls, averaging, like, four free throws a game, and his scoring is down to 17. Yeah, first like, of all, you like the new love the rules. Same. Love the rules. I mean, even just, you know, Jokic against Nurk last playoff, just he's, like, looking at the ref before he's even doing his move. Like, it's just, it's just crazy how much uh, – how good he is, too, at drawing fouls. And same with the series before that. I was getting pissed in the 2020 playoffs with AD. Mm. Nurk, Nurk getting all his calls. That I mean, this is – I mean, I know the guards specific, uh, the rules specifically for guards, but centers too. Overall, it's just it's just good for the game. I agree. I know, like the NBA's wanted, you know, they want their product to be very like attractive and good offense brings that. But there comes to a point where it's unwatchable watching a team shoot fifty free throws a night. Yeah. So I think it's good. I think I think it looks like teams are playing like harder, like more more. And defense. what do you think about Harden, like? What's his future going to look like? Is he still going to have a stellar year? What do you think? I think I think there's going to be like a regression back to the mean. And what I mean by this, I think right now, like he's getting no calls and he should be getting more calls. Like there are times like he actually gets fouled, but the refs don't call it. Like I think he's going to start getting a little more calls and it'll like balance out and he'll average like 23 or 22. Yeah, I mean, I think it just is going to be a little learning experience for him because he's still like he can drive by people, but like there's been clips of him easily getting past the person on the first step and then jumping into the person thinking it's a foul like it was last year and then obviously come on that's, that's not this year that's terrible that's terrible any sort of like game you guys want to play like start bench cut a little cap or no cap a little <laughs> true false cap or no true false i love fill in the blank hey man hey man <laughs> All right, we can do cap and no cap about this week. Like, what will happen? All right, what will... cap or no cap. I will do the first one. The Blazers will be a top three seed by the end of the week in the West. That would mean they are currently half a game back of top three, and that would be Denver. Cap or no cap. Uh, I'd have to see what everyone else is playing. I'm going to go cap. Okay. I think we'll be like four or five. I just I, I like think three two week. Yeah, I don't think that's going to get you to the three seed. I don't think being six and four is going to be a three seed. All right, fair. Yeah, I'm gonna, exactly. He said I agree. Yeah, I would agree too. I was just gonna see what you guys' opinion was. Thank All you. Right, I got I got one. All right, cap or no cap. Will Dame be the leading scorer? And we'll say four out of the five games. Because, sure, one game, you got you to gotta give one. But, you know, four out of five. I'm going to go cap. I'm going to go no cap. I think, he, he's, I think, I think he's going I, him getting out of this slump, I think he has 140 piece this week, too. Wow. So, I'm, All I'm right. Here's mine. 
So currently, Anthony Simons is averaging 12 and a half points per game. Is Anthony Simons average in this next week 13 points per game? Cap, my reason for Dame's going to have a great week. So we're not going to need as much as that's extra. And Norm's back. A lot of one of his good performances came without Norm. Um, still think he has a good week, though, just playing well. I don't think he averages 13, though. Say around like 10, 8. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to say Cap. Norman Powell again, big reason. Dame doing his thing, but I'd love to see it. So here, here, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a little. Do you all know our team stats right now? Like, don't, don't look them up though. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you something, and you have to, you have to guess if it's fact or cap. Okay. I may, I might have seen it already. That's fine. All right, ready? Okay. Uh, Robert Cummington is averaging seven point six points per game. Is this like an over-under, or is this true or false? True or false. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to okay. say no. He's under yeah. that. No way. He's you guys start. I think you, he has a little less than that. Less. He has 5.2 points per game. Sir. All right, next up. Give us like an over-under. Okay. Over-under, Yusuf Nurkic is averaging 12 points per game. Under. He had a rough start. I can't remember a game if he's had like 20 or something. Yeah, I'm going to have to lean towards under on that one. It's over. Wow. He's averaging 12.8 points. What, did you say? What, was, what was the cut line you said? I said 12. Okay. I, so I gave you a point. You I, gave, I gave you a point. Um, all right, here we go. So far this year, CJ McCollum is shooting 42% from three over under. Over. So he started. He had like okay. six of eleven in two of the games. I'm gonna say over. He's killed he cracked forty four point nine percent. All star CJ. Telling All right, next up, next up, next up, next up. Robert Covington. Robert Covington is shooting thirty seven percent from three over under on four point five attempts a game. I'm, I'm literally saying that he shoots about four a game. They're open shots. I remember he hit 37% half. over under. Under. I think I'm going to say. I'm going to say he's at like 35. I'm going to say over. I think, yeah. He is under at 34.8%. That rounds up. That's pretty good, Cole. That's pretty good. All right, give us one okay. more. One, one, one more? One more? Sure, one more. One more. All right, one more. I need to find a, I need to find a good one. Something obscure. Obscure. You, no, it doesn't you have obscure? to be. Obscure? It doesn't have to be. Okay. Ready? Let's see if I can find this. Uh, you guys going to the Charlotte game or no? I'm not. I want to, but I don't think I am. Not. All right. Anthony Simons is shooting over under 44% from the field. This includes threes. I'm going to say under instantly. Just had a stinker. Where is Two like for 11. 20%. And I have faith in my player of the week. I'm going to say over. It is over. Wow. 46% from the field. Pretty good. Pretty good. Faith in the player yeah, of the week. I'd love to see it. That's factor cap. Um, I kind of like that. It makes you really think about it. Um, yeah, is there any other little tidbits? Any other 
little bits of information we want to say any questions y'all have i think uh, that's it yeah that's all I got. Mean, i'm just hoping for at least a three and two week yep consistency not about you guys but i'm tired of opening instagram and seeing about the lakers like i don't care they're just, uh, a, they're just a team like every other team oh it's like, I, okay it's I like they're in the finals right now it's like i, I, I have a i have a question for you i'll sound like an a crazy question. It's just like, did y'all see um the Lakers Thunder game and Mello airballed that three? Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough, bro. Yikes. Had a chance to tie it. Missed it by what? A ruler? Ouch. That, that was like us last year. Yeah. Mello's um, either insanely good at shooting or he is terrible. He was like but, I feel like he was like surprised that he got the ball, but still like, like Dame goes. Dame makes like five threes and doesn't get posted. Mellow air airballs a three, gets posted. <laughs> yeah, that's, t- that's <laughs> tough, tough for Mellow, but it's the yeah. Lakers, man. We, 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 more air balls we do play the Lakers, second. right? Yep. We play the Lakers Saturday night. Second Saturday back night. back at, at, at Moda. Yeah. Yep. At Moda. Yeah, at Moda. Baby. We are going to be tired because we just played against the Pacers last night. Who are How much I think tickets are going to be for Lakers? Tickets? Remember when we tried okay. to go see Braun Christmas last year? Like, it was 300 for, like, middle 100 level. Yeah, it was expensive. Games games this Christmas. We got the Jazz. We almost Nets, by the way. All right, you ready? You ready for this? Weekly week prediction. I'm saying 4-1 and one with a loss coming in Philly. I like that prediction. I'll say – I mean, I, I, I like that. I, I can't go wrong with that. It's very hopeful. It's, I'm gonna say three and two, and Philly's gonna be one loss, and the other's just gonna be like a random, unexpected one. That's like, just either not gonna, gonna be see it coming. It's either gonna be Hornets or Lakers. So you think the Cavs and the Pacers are done? I think we sure. beat the Cavs and Pacers. Yeah, agree. I don't know. Do they, they, we lost to the Cavs last year on the road? So, well, that won't happen this year. That's all I we think, got. Yeah, I think that's all we got. I, I, I will say I think this team is uh, not as like. I think they're more like they take care of business, like. Other than the Clippers game, they come out with energy. I, I like Chauncey as a coach is what I'm trying to say. So, I like stuff. what I see from him so far. Yeah. Um, well, next week is the next podcast. Yeah, next podcast will probably come out Sunday. I mean, this one's still coming out Sunday. I'm obviously not going to be posting it right now. It's almost 1 o'clock in Atlanta. Um, but, yeah, that's going to do it from episode 27, episode 2 of this thing. 2021 season. What do you got to say before you go? My last thing is tomorrow, just telling the viewers, don't be surprised if Dame breaks Lamelo's ankles and then you see a three made by Lamelo on House of Highlights. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Dame's going to, like, break him and Lamelo's going to, like, a, a wide open three. Lamelo from downtown. Like, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Lamello but um, next week. Blazers like, get no uh, coverage. Hoping we see three and two. House um, of Lamelo. Lamello Center. Lamello Lamello Report. Lamello Report. And no no House of Zion, bro. Facts. Because he's too busy eating all of his... uh, (laughs) I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. That'll be it. We will see you guys next week, next Sunday. Go Blazers. Go Blazers.